Welcome to our community of abundance-minded entrepreneurs. Join us as we meet people who believe that there is enough prosperity for everyone in the world, that collaboration is better than competition, and people who have chosen to master their own destinies as entrepreneurs. When I say community, I mean it. Our guests are here because they want to meet you. So be sure to take advantage of their invitation to connect at the end of the interview. Now let's meet another abundance-minded entrepreneur. Welcome to the Guy Who Knows a Guy podcast. I am Michael Whitehouse, the guy who knows a guy himself. And with me today is Rhonda Cher, a gal who knows quite a few guys and gals herself. She is an expert in LinkedIn and leveraging LinkedIn and networking through LinkedIn and many other ways. And we're going to talk about that and how to make connections and get some prospects and all kinds of cool stuff. So Rhonda, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Michael. I love talking to the guy who knows a guy. It's awesome. (laughs) Thank you. I love being the guy who knows a guy, and I love talking to you. So this is a this is a great place for everyone to be. So tell me a little, little bit about how you got to be a recognized expert in business networking and LinkedIn. Well, you know, the truth is that I started out in the corporate world, and I figured out that was just not the fit for me. I was really meant to be a serial entrepreneur. Mm. And um, I started out in, you know, I was paralegal in my first life, but to... Uh, venture into the entrepreneurial world, I actually went into prepaid legal services. And so I started, I was doing groups. And the interesting thing was, is I was doing a lot of talks. And when I moved to a new city, oh gosh, this must have been in 2005, somebody at the chamber came up to me and said, wow, we would love for you to give a talk to our group. You're one of the best networkers I've ever seen. And I thought, yes, they want me to talk about prepaid legal. And they said, no, we want you to tell us how you network so well. <laughs> so, so I started to, without even realizing it, Michael, I had a system. So I gave the talk and unbeknownst to me, you know, the first question they asked is, wow, you have a system. When are you going to write a book? <laughs> and so I started to get on the speaking circuit and I wrote a book and I called it the two minute networker because I really believe that everybody was two minutes and two people away from their next referral. And so when LinkedIn came out, because of my background as paralegal, it was a natural. You know, it wasn't really any different than doing LexisNexis. So I became an expert on LinkedIn and wrote a book on it. I called it the ABCs of LinkedIn, get LinkedIn or get left out. And it was one of the few books on LinkedIn. This was a long, 2009. So that book is completely outdated because LinkedIn changes every time you sneeze. But um, the reality of it is, is that I fell in love with the concept that you could meet anybody all over the world with just a few clicks and creating a profile that lets people know who you are, what you do, and why they should connect with you. So that's kind of the short version of it. And I've been doing it, like I said, since 2007 on LinkedIn. And it never gets dull. I'm always meeting really cool people. Mm-hmm. And then I find people that I'm like, oh my God, you know Michael Whitehouse? He's the guy who knows the guy. I need to introduce you. So yes. you never know where that's going to go. It's just every day is just more fun than the next because there's always someone else to meet. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I know a bit about that that area So and the, the joy of doing so. Um, so you said you had a, a, a networking system. Uh, is, is that something you can describe in, <laughs> yeah. in yeah, I 25 do. words or less, so to speak? Oh, I don't know about 25 words or less, but 
let's let's just make the assumption for the moment that you have a LinkedIn profile that presents you as the only logical choice for the product or service that you offer. Okay. So, you know, your profile has a banner and it has a headline and it has all the sections filled out and you have current recommendations. And, you know, think of it like it doesn't have to be a Mercedes, right? But it could be, you know, a nice Hyundai that gets you where you're going to go. It just, Mm -hmm. you know, is written in first person and it answers the questions in your prospect's mind. So they know how to reach you and why they should. So the system is actually pretty simple. LinkedIn recently up, uh, they they took the, the sales navigator, which is the highest level for searching, and they raised the price to, to $99 a month. Now, for a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of professionals, that's a lot of money, particularly when they don't know how to use it, because it's not all that user-friendly. Mm-hmm. So I thought, okay, what people really want on LinkedIn? They want to create relationships. I mean, you're in the business of relationships, Michael. People, yep, yep. You, you have a concierge service where you introduce people to people. So mm-hmm. on LinkedIn, what people, yes, they want to sell, but nobody wants to buy. So it's creating relationships. So the system that I created is basically teaching you how to use the power of a LinkedIn post. And I'm not talking about a post that's salesy. I'm talking about one that's motivational, inspirational, funny, that mm-hmm. people engage with, that you then can reach out to those people that have engaged with your post. So let's say you like to post that I put out, okay? And recently, I think I put a post about the price of gas. I was mm-hmm. driving, saw a sign, and you know, almost was like shocked that the price was so high, posted it and said, wow, what's the price in your area? This is really beyond anything I've ever imagined or something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, and it was actually a picture of the gas station with the prices. Well, about... 50 people liked that post. Now, I'm not talking about the views. I'm talking about the likes. And several commented. Some people said, well, gas is only $3 and change in Tennessee and all these different things. Well, imagine that you can click and look at the people that liked that post, okay? And one of those people might be somebody that you are already connected to but never had a conversation with. Mm, And you want to get to know them better. Very Mm -hmm. similar to how you and I met. I think we met in one of these networking groups, right? I saw what you did and I said, wow, I want to get to know more about what he does. I love the guy who knows a guy. What a great, you know, way to brand yourself. So I would, so what I do is I teach people how to reach out. So I might say, let's say you liked my post and I'd say, hey, Michael, thanks so much for liking my post about, looks like we've been connected since. I like to get to know my connections. If you're up for it, let's jump on and get to know your call. Um, You know, no sales pitch at all. Here's a link to my calendar. Love to just learn more about you and how we can support each other as a resource. Mm -hmm. And I send the link. 70% or better of the time that person is going to click the link and book on your calendar. Makes sense. So do the math. You do it twice a day, right? Send it out. Two people book on your calendar five times a week. Mm -hmm. That's 40 appointments a month. If you're talking to 40 people a month, if you can't get two new clients out of that, then there's something wrong. Yep. Now, now to be clear, because we're, we're talking about at the beginning step, you know, 
no, let's get on a call, no sales, just see how right. we can support each other. At the end, two of them are handing their hand, pulling out their credit cards. Well, You're they're not, not saying- pulling out their credit cards. What they're doing is they're saying, so let's use you as an example. Mm-hmm. They might say, hey, Michael, you know, I really want to know more about this concierge service. Right. This might be a really good fit for me. And your response is going to be, you know what, Rhonda? I said this wasn't a sales call. Let's set up another call. And I would be happy to share with you how I work. Mm. So it is never going to be that they're taking out their credit card. They're saying, they're raising their hand and saying, I want to know more. Yeah, because that's, that's the point I want to make. This is this is not a bait and switch. You're not like, ha ha, now I've got you. That you really want to say if you said no sales call, even right. if they're there, even if they're like, but I got my card right here. But like, that'll be for the next call. This yeah. is a, how can we help each other call? If you're still interested when we talk again, then because yeah, the answer is integrity is my number one value. I said this mm-hmm. wasn't a sales call. And if you'd like to learn more, I'm happy to set up another call and we can talk about that. In fact, I'm interested in knowing more about what you do as well. Today was just a call to see, you know, who you are and a little bit about what you do, because with my network of 30,000, I may be able to introduce you to somebody. In fact, when I did this very recently... I found somebody and I said, wow, do you do speaking? And she said, yes. I said, I know an organization that would be amazing for you. Would you like me to make an introduction? So when you come from a place of giving, guess Mm. what? People want to do for you. So they're going to say, well, Rhonda, how can I help you? And my response is always, you know, I love to educate people about LinkedIn. Do you know any groups that are looking for a speaker? And then they'll say, oh, do you know about dot, dot, dot. And then two emails get exchanged. Is it a sale? No, but it's a door that opens. Yeah. Powerful. Yeah. No, I, I, I love that because it gets you into those right conversations. And it's it's very simple. Uh, and it's leveraging. It's funny. This has been a theme. In the last 48 hours, I've had three separate people bring up this concept of the, the field of diamonds in your backyard, the the hundreds or thousands of LinkedIn connections that you've probably never spoken to that everyone has. Yeah. Everyone, you, know, you brush up against someone at an event and you make the connection because you want to get in touch later and be like, Hey, saw you at the event. Let's talk later. And that's the end of that conversation. You never see them again. And, but they're there. They're in your contacts. Yeah. And you know, the one thing that I think people don't really know how to do, and this is something that I teach them is how do you read a LinkedIn profile? So when you look at a profile, one of the things that you look at is, okay, when did we connect? What connections do we share in common? And then what else do we have in common? Maybe we both volunteered for the Cancer Society. Maybe we both did Landmark. Maybe we both um, grew up in the same city. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But what you're looking for are the areas of commonality. And as soon as you can create that kind of rapport, that's where people are going to be willing to say, yes, I would love to have a virtual cup of coffee with you. And they will book on your calendar. Yeah, that's that sounds huge. And of course, on the flip side, in order for people to make that connection with you, you need to make sure that you have um, that, you know, you have all that information on there and you have, you know, your hobbies and your volunteering and 
Uh, exactly. And- One of the, I'll never forget, this was actually really interesting. My daughter used to work for Big Brothers Big, Sister, Big Sisters, and she was in charge of all the big fundraising campaigns. And somebody that I was talking to using the very same system, I said, wow, I noticed you're a mentor for Big Brothers Big Sisters. And he said, yeah, I've been doing it forever. I said, wow, my daughter works for them. In fact, she's doing her huge fundraiser right now. And um, they're looking to raise X. And he said, well, does she have a LinkedIn profile? And I said, sure. He said, let me donate a hundred bucks. So, because he was so, such a fan. And so when I told my daughter this, she was like, oh my God, you know, in mom points, I went up big time. Uh huh. And of course, what she said was, well, who else do you know that can help? You know, because <laughs> if she got more donations, then she looked better in the company's eyes. But The reality is that it just jumped out at me because I could identify with Big Brothers Big Sisters because my daughter worked there. Interesting. So you never know. And oftentimes what I'll see is common connections and I'll say, oh my gosh, you know so-and-so, that's a client of mine. So what I'm doing is I'm actually saying, hey, if you want to know more about me, just call that person because we both know them and I've already worked with them. Mm, Yeah, that makes a lot. Yeah, so you can see some recommendations who they're connected to and who knows them. Uh, and and I, was, I was actually looking at your profile as we were talking. So I'm like, if, if anyone knows how to set a profile, right, it's probably this one. And realized we went to the same college. UMass Amherst, right? We both went to UMass Amherst. Yeah. Yeah. Different <laughs> years, but we did. Yep. Yeah. We're roughly the same. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. Between 1863 and 2022, we, we both went in that same span. There you go. Right. Yeah. So yeah, roughly the same time. But, but yeah, it's actually those different connections you see and the, the commonalities. Yeah. And I never... To be honest, uh, I I never really thought about really looking at a LinkedIn profile beyond the headline to look for those common factors and and all yeah, those details. That's that's a really great concept to to look for and the hobbies. And it really and, is that instant connection. That's the thing that's really cool. In fact, I just got off a call with somebody that liked one of my posts, right? And I said, "Hey, I'm curious. How come you accepted the call?" And he said. I thought your message, your video message was so great that I couldn't not click that button. And, right. And then at the end, he said, wow, this has been amazing. I want to have another call with you because we found all these different things and people that we knew in common. So it was just a super call. Mm -hmm. And, but for the fact that I had sent him a message and thanked him for liking my post. He clicked. Wow. Yeah. That's so, so there's, a, there's a few things that you're, you're saying that one is to, to make posts that people are going to engage with. Yes. Uh, which means you're not selling anything because no one ever wants to engage with a sales post, but yep. a post about something like gas prices or, or something, you know, business ideas, philosophy. It could be anything. I use a lot of um, Instagram posts. I also post a lot of videos. Mm -hmm. Um, The ones that seem to really get the traction, which are funny, are, you're going to laugh, okay? Old people, and I mean old, like in their 80s and 90s, that are dancing. Mm. And so you can put a twist on that and you can say, wow, you know, my bucket list is to learn how to ballroom dance. And I want to be doing that when I'm that age. What's on your bucket list? So now I've gotten two things. Number one, I got you to smile because you can't help it. You're watching these two 85-year-olds dance the jitterbug. 
Yeah. And then I'm asking you to engage. And if I can get a smile and I can get a like or a comment, then all I need to do is just reach out with either an audio, a video, or a text message and an invitation to get to know that person. That's all I want to do. Mm. Yep. And, and, and of course, it's all about getting onto a call so you can discover yeah. where the commonality is. And we use is. Zoom. I use yep. Zoom. Yep. Yeah, Zoom call. Yeah. Um, so you can discover where the, where the commonality is, where the interest is. And then and, and then it goes to that non, non-selling non sales process. Identify right. their problems. And then I have the two questions um, that I teach people to ask. I do, I do a master class on this. Yeah. So in the master class, in the last class, I said, you know, I've really found that it's not hard to get the appointment. But for a lot of people, they then they get stuck. It's like a first date. Like, what do you say? <laughs> uh, so yes. I actually figured out a few openers that allow people to you know break the ice. So I'll give you a hint on one of them. Here's a question I love to ask. I basically say, you know, the world is different. I don't even, I wake up and I don't recognize the world. The price of gas with no live events anymore. So tell me something really cool that's happened in your life in the last couple of months. Anything, mm-hmm. personal, professional. So I'm starting out the conversation on a really happy note. They're going to tell me about their vacation, a client they just got, um, anything. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of goes from there, right? Because right. it clearly yeah. is, I just want to get to know you. Tell me something cool, right? Well, there's always something cool. Yep. There's always something cool. That's true. I like that. Yeah, let you know kind of where you're going and and sets off in the right tone. So yeah, and it's, it's an easy way alley. to develop rapport because yeah. whatever they're going to tell you, you can bounce back with. They tell you they want a vacation. You could say, oh my gosh, I've always wanted to go there. Or I just mm-hmm. came back from there. They tell you about their dog. Great. You can tell them about your dog, your kid's dog, whatever. There's always some way to relate to something that's good. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I love that as a concept. So that's, that's really powerful. Um, so, so, so far we've gone over how to engage with and reawaken your audience, how yep. to get them onto the chat so yep. that you can talk to them, how to get them from the chat to a Zoom call, then mm-hmm. how to start the conversation on the Zoom call. Yep. Uh, and presumably they, they will, over the course of the conversation, reveal problems, challenges, needs they have that you can help with, yep. either with introductions or with your own services. Mm-hmm. And uh, then it's... And then think of it like, a, so if you know my backstory, I married the same guy twice, right? Mm-hmm. So yep, yep. married 28 years, divorced for six, and then I remarried him six years ago. And <laughs> so I call him the husband and the husband, right? Didn't have to change my name and the kids are ours. But, you know, during those six years I was divorced, I went on a lot of coffee dates, okay? And those coffee dates are very, very similar to these Zoom dates that people are having. Because mm-hmm. at the end, you know, one of several things would happen. You would say, wow, you know, Michael, it's been really nice talking to you. If something, someone ever comes across, I would, you know, love to make an introduction. So there isn't anything right now, but I know enough that I can send somebody, right? Yep. The next part might be, hey, you know what? Um, I'd love to know more. Could we set another call? Because I'd really like to learn about your services. So that's another second date, right? Mm-hmm. The third one is, you know what, Michael, I think I know somebody that might be perfect for you. I'd like to make an introduction. What's the best email? So now 
and introducing two people. Well, I actually did that when I was dating. I have two friends that I had a date with. And I said, you know what? You would be perfect for my friend. Let me introduce you at two marriages out of two blind dates, right? Two. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah. And then the, the fourth one is basically no connection. And you know what? It was really nice meeting you. And that's the end of it. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, just no love connection in any way, yeah. shape or form. So it potentially can go in a number of directions. Um, and I always go into it with an empty slate. It's how can I be of service? Mm-hmm. And that might yep. be that, That's you know what? Up. I know a guy who knows a guy. You need to meet the guy. Yep. Or, you know, I do, have you heard of this or whatever? You know, it's just always coming from a place of service. And then at the end, if they say to you something really great, you know, because a lot of people will be, you know, very flattering. I teach four words. I need your help. And I'll say, wow, Michael, that was so awesome. You know, I'm looking to increase the number of recommendations that I have on LinkedIn and testimonials. Would you be kind enough to just do a short recommendation about what you got from our call today? Mm. And That's a good one. That's good. And then even though, you know, maybe I just told them something that they didn't know. I gave them a resource they didn't know. Maybe it was, you know, how to get more podcast guests you know, positions or whatever. If they say that was amazing, you say, wow, thank you. I need your help. And you ask for that recommendation. That's how you build them up because they don't always have to be directly related to something that you did for them. It just has to be something that was a benefit to them that you provided. I like that. That's, 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 that's a powerful gold nugget right there. I thought we had all the gold nuggets and you throw another one. Oh, coming. well, you know, I'm, I'm an April baby, so it's all diamonds, right? You know. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I love it. That This has been this has been action-packed with actionable advice. And uh, so folks should definitely go back and listen again with like a notepad. Take some of that strategy right there because that was, that was like your whole strategy right there laid out in this interview. <laughs> yeah. And, and then people should go on LinkedIn and post a recommendation about everything they learned from you on the podcast. Well, first I have to connect with me. So okay. you can't write a recommendation for somebody unless you're connected to them. Okay. So here's a little tip. Um, for those of us like myself that are pushing up against the 30,000 connections, um, you won't see a button that says connect. You'll see a button that says follow because mm. I'm in creator mode. But you will see something that says more, right? And you'll see three little dots. So yep. just click that and the drop down there is you can hit the connect button. Okay. So if you see follow anywhere, you're going to say, well, how the heck do I connect with that person? All you do is go to the more button and it's a drop down. So if you ever see three little dots on LinkedIn, click them. They'll always take you someplace cool. Nice. And I invite everybody to follow me. It's polite stalking. I like when they follow me. Yeah. That's, that's why we're out there to to be, please do follow us. Yeah. We're not, you know, and if you like my posts, great, you know, tell me that you liked it and feel free to share it. You know, Mm. that's the other thing. If you find something that you think is going to resonate with your connections and followers, just share it. I do it all the time. It's not as good as original, but it works. Sharing is the ultimate compliment. It works for podcasts too, by the way. If you like podcasts, you can share them. Also, 
hint, hint. But no, and I, go on to Michael's LinkedIn profile, and if you like the episodes that he's putting out there and great information, write him a recommendation and say thank you so much because I learned X, Y, and Z. You know, let him know that he's made a difference in your life. That's definitely the best advice you've given so far. <laughs> going on my profile is definitely best enough. But seriously, this has been a lot of really great, powerful stuff. I talk to all kinds of LinkedIn people all the time and. Most of them start with with the stuff you glossed over. You know, the have make sure your cover photo is ready. Make sure you blah 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 blah. But this this has been really deep strategy that that will is actionable and will lead directly to growing one's business. So this has been. And I'm going to go and write a recommendation for you as soon as we get off of this today. Well, I guess I better write one for you too. So (laughs) I'll write one for you as well. So this has been fantastic. So how can people get in touch with you if they would like to learn more or connect or have one of those coffee dates? Well, I actually have a gift. It's a LinkedIn Ooh. planner. It's very planner. cool. And all you need to do is go to the sure, like my last name, method.com, the sure method.com. Or they can go to LinkedIn and just send me a connection request. Um, and I do a webinar every month on this entire system of posting for profit. Mm. The next one is actually coming up this, it's tomorrow. Um, so probably a little soon, but the replay is always available. So if somebody wants it, all they need to do is send an email to me, uh, LinkedIn Diva, very easy, L-I-N-K-E-D-I-N-D-I-V-A at Gmail and say, hey, send me the replay and I'll send them the replay of the posting for profit, which gives you a ton of all this information. I really just put it all out there. And, you know, if you want to take the masterclass, that's awesome, but you don't need it. Okay, very good. Yeah, that's that's great. I mean, you know, given the how much content you shared just in this episode, I imagine the replay has got to be amazing. The masterclass has to be even better. So, it's fun. Probably why, probably why I got so many people hiring you. <laughs> Life is good. Yes, sounds that way. Well, this has been awesome. I've learned a bunch of things, and I'm sure our listeners have as well. And the great thing about podcasts, they need to go back. They need to go right back to the beginning and hit play again. Write down some notes, or email LinkedIn Diva Gmail dot com, or go to the the Share method, and that's S H E R. Uh huh. Suremethod.com because it is a sure thing. Nice. I love it. <laughs> I always love any any play on last names. We had uh, Robert Butwin on the show, and, and his thing oh, is yes. with Robert, you can't help but win. So <laughs> I love it. And Rhonda has a sure thing. So this has been great. I've learned a lot. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks, Michael. And remember, if you're not LinkedIn, you are left out. This has been the Guy Who Knows a Guy podcast with your host, Michael Whitehouse. This great theme song is by Patrick Howard. If you found this valuable, please subscribe, leave a review, and share this podcast. Find the full archive of all episodes at guywhoknowsaguy.com slash podcast. Check out my other podcast, Morning Motivation. It's a daily podcast of two to five minutes with a powerful hit of motivation and inspiration to get your day started. Morningmotivation.fun or search for Morning Motivation wherever you listen to podcasts. Join the community online in the Morning Motivation Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Morning Motivation Podcast. JV Connect is coming up quick, December 12th and 13th. If you are looking for a networking event where you can meet people who aren't looking to just pitch you or take, but actually want to collaborate, build strategic partnerships, joint ventures, maybe even find some mentors, some coaches, people to support you, accountability partners, who knows? If you're looking for good people, in an environment that's not stressful, but is set up to give you a lot of great connections in an efficient amount of time, 
check out JV Connect. JV-Connect.com. That's JV-Connect.com. December 12th and 13th, 2023. We'll see you there.